0: Hello and welcome back to the Perth to Paisley podcast, episode number 112. I hope you've all had an amazing Christmas and are enjoying this time off. It's been a pretty eventful time for hearts, so we've got a lot to speak about. And who are we? Obviously, it's me, Daniel McIver, joined by Adam Kennedy, who's looking a lot happier than he normally does at the start of these. Adam, how are you? How was your Christmas?
1: I'm, uh, I'm a very happy Adam Kennedy today, Mr McIver. Um you know obviously we've had to wait a long time for a certain something that we'll no doubt discuss um but obviously the best week of the year as well between christmas and new year that's just fact um, and it's made all the more better by you know proceedings on the park which is which is great um so I, i'm in a good place how are you did you did you have a nice christmas yeah, it was good. Just
0: saw family and stuff like that. However, there is something that I've been h- keeping hidden from Twitter and people like that. Um, my work did Secret Santa, even right. though we then found out who gave everybody their gifts, which is kind of against the point of Secret it? Santa. Yeah, <laughs> um, the
1: not so Secret Santa.
0: Yes, exactly. And I was the person who got me was the Hibs fan. That I regularly. Speak about on the podcast when I Uh-oh. need a hip's perspective. Oh, is that's not good. <laughs> no, it's Kenny. So I was worried initially when I found that. However, he ended up getting me this. Adam, for the oh. people who aren't watching on YouTube, please describe what is in front of me.
1: That looks like uh, Michael Stewart in a gnome, <laughs> <laughs> in a gnome sort of, um, or the equivalent of Michael Stewart if he were a gnome, and he's holding yeah. up his Tyne Castle Park sign. It's got a nice hat on. Yeah, I, I mean uh, that. Now that, he's, now that I've said that he's Michael Stewart's doppelganger, you can't be best pleased with that, surely? I was even though the, saying that even though the heavy did your turn there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I haven't done that. Sorry, mate.
0: However, when he was given to me, I then spent the rest of my working day coming up with a name for him.
1: Now,
0: <laughs> The only clue I'll give you is that it is a heart player pun name. So, have heart you got player, a guess? Pun
1: name. Gnomes, gnomes, gnomes gardens. Please, please don't tell me it's like Craig Garden or like uh, who else? Who else? Let me think. Oh, I've got a Belter Norman Bednar. Is it Norman Bednar? That's, that's a very
0: good guess. That is an excellent guess, and I'll be honest, I hadn't thought of that. However, no. You were actually on the right track in thinking of gardens and gnomes together because this is more garden gnomies. It's top <laughs> quality. It's absolutely top shelf stuff. Don't you dare laugh at that. Oh,
1: that's miles better than both of mine. That it's is brilliant. so
0: good, isn't it? Oh, so he is now going to be... Over there, he's now going to be present in all future podcasts. We more Set garden, is now you. the the
1: podcast mascot. Yes, exactly. We've got a mascot. Oh. It's
0: taken three years, but we've yes. finally got one.
1: So yes. you don't get this on This is my story of scars around the funnel. Do you?
0: You do not, and that's oh, why yeah. people prefer them. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> so. We are recording this at a slightly different time. It's coming out at a slightly earlier time as well. And what that has meant is that we have managed to, for the first time ever, not been caught out by news. Uh, however, it's news oh that... God. It's not news that we really wanted to ever speak about. It's very sad. It's the death of an... Like, it's impossible to overstate how important it is to football. But sadly, after a battle of, uh, with illness... At uh, eighty-two years of age, Pelley has just died within the last hour. We've all seen from every corner of the globe. Speaking about um I mean, what do you say about Pelle?
1: <laughs> <sighs> what do you say about Pelly? Um I mean I guess the fact that there's tributes from all over, like you say, pretty much speaks volumes as well, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know what or if this is the same for you, but what keeps coming up in my feed, which is quite scary, ever since Pele in the last couple of days has been in hospital, we know that he's obviously been seriously unwell. The clip of him and Diego Maradona exchanging the headers, mm-hmm. that keeps yeah. popping up. And now I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if that's the first thing that's going to happen once once he's up there. So it's just really sad. I, I agree of the game. I mean, we're seeing them Year after year, aren't we? I have to think back to Johan Cruyff, Maradona, of course. Now Pele. Um, so it's it's really really sad, really sad. And
0: like, he's part of a very few select group of people that could be argued as the greatest player to ever play the game as well. Which okay. is like the youngest ever World Cup winner, three World Cups on his own. Three World like World every, everybody's. A joke. Obviously, speaking about Mbappe and how he is a lot. Pelly himself has spoken in recent years. It's yeah, a nice
1: tribute from Killian Mbappe. Actually, the the photo of the pair of them it was nice.
0: Absolutely, Pele kind of mentioned how he sees a lot of himself in Killian because of how quickly Mbappe broke into the stage. But even at this point, Pele had achieved as much and more than Killian had. It's just a testament a to how good he was and iconic. Kind of, so, of course, we extend our sympathies to everybody really in the football it's one of those where it's like everybody's affected by it it's not just the immediate people close to them.
1: that's it I mean we look at Qatar 2022 and you saw exactly how obsessed South Americans are with football mm. this'll hit Brazil you know I know their rivalry with Argentina is hard but ultimately Pele even said that he wanted Argentina to win it yeah. for Messi so there's probably that mutual respect whereby they've just lost what arguably their, their greatest ever player so it's, it's a real shame um, and yeah condolences to, to the family those that knew him and yeah it's just really sad for, for the footballing world albeit hearts are <laughs> minute in said footballing yes. world but it is relevant because it, it's just, just that legacy alone isn't it
0: absolutely and that's a good segue. We might be minute when it comes to Pele, but for us, we're very, very big. Um, as I said, it's been a very busy week for Hearts since we last spoke to you. busy week. A lot of games, a lot of emotions, both positive and negative, so we'll waste no time getting into everything. I want to preface the first part of this podcast with the Dundee United game. It's very hard to find a highlights package for it, and sports scenes rubbish at the best of times. So You're generous there. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of a whistle-stop tour through the Dundee United game, and then we speak a lot more in-depth about the St Johnstone game. But before we get to all of that, we do have to go around the grounds, as if you're watching on YouTube, I suddenly become even paler than normal <sighs> as I get the BBC it scores up. So, of course, it was the festive fixture list, and on the Friday night, before Christmas Eve, there was two games as Motherwell and Killy kind of just went for it with each other in a really mental game where Motherwell are in complete control, Killy lose a man and somehow it reinvigorates them massively. Um, Rangers, again, didn't get properly started under Michael Beale yet as they huffed and puffed to a 1-0 win in the Highlands. Then, on to the Christmas Eve fixtures, Celtic blew St Johnson away at Parkhead 4-1. St Mirren continued to heap misery on their former manager Jim Goodwin with a 3-1 win over Aberdeen where there was every penalty possible given in that game. Our game of course and then Hebs finally ended their winless run just in time for playing us as they basically only ever turn up when they play against teams with 10 men as 15 minutes in Jason Holt got sent off so Hibs ran out comfortable 4-0 winners what did you make of the other 5 games
1: let's see you've talked about Hibs and their ability to play against 10 men Uh, a side that can't play against 10 men and that I'm really worried for is Motherwell Mm. Um, that is an absolutely disgraceful result when you're 2-0 up with a numerical advantage to not see that out at home to let's face it a rank rotten Kelly is, is not you can't a good
0: do look. anything away from home as well
1: no, no exactly I, I think prior to the game it's something like 14 of their 16 points have come at rugby park or something yeah. mad um, but then obviously <laughs> that then showed as they carried that belief and determination into their fixture which we'll, their most recent fixture I should say yes. that we'll, we'll no doubt discuss and um, Rangers, I don't really care. It was on the box. I was too busy getting pissed with my pals. Didn't even give it a second's glance. Um, <laughs> uh, the Saturday, the Christmas Eve fixtures, Celtic routine as you'd expect. Um, there was obviously us, Hibs, like you say. And what was the other match?
0: The other match was St. Mirren beating. Ah, yeah, St.
1: Mirren. That was, that was fantastic. Because obviously that was the earlier. Yeah, that was one of the half dwellers, yeah. wasn't it? So. Yeah, I mean, that was set up for us to capitalise, and I didn't think that we... I thought that we would. It appeared that we didn't upon our Christmas Eve fixture, but then, obviously, what's transpired has since transpired. So, yeah, I mean, we're sort of just glossing over these six, because I don't really want to talk about these six. I want to talk about the most recent six, because that literally could not have worked out any better for us. Um, so I was just kind of hoping to take advantage, really. I don't think... There were any real surprises, if I'm honest.
0: I don't think so. I think looking at it, maybe St Mirren beating Aberdeen so comfortably, maybe but they're so
1: strong in Paisley, and Aberdeen haven't away from home. I don't know.
0: And there was they were down to ten men quite early yeah. on as well. So that yeah, of yeah I I would agree. I would agree. And then we get to our game, uh, a game that I was at my first ever this trip was the, to Paradise. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, made the trip up on Christmas Eve
1: to see Hearts,
0: hopefully, get a win.
1: Christmas Eve in Dundee. Yeah. My God, mate. That is commitment to the cause right there. Exactly. Exactly. Of all the places in Scotland to spend my Christmas Eve, I think Dundee would probably be last on my list.
0: Well, after what transpired, I'd fully agree with you. (laughs) Um, However, seeing the team, I'll be honest, I was quite... Excited, so I'll run through the team and get your opinion It's Gordon and Goals For the first time since I think it was that start where it was like The 23rd of September or something Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley were in the same Starting 11 together with Alex Cochrane In a 3, then a 4 Of Halliday and Smith as wing backs. Devlin and Stodgrass as a 2 in the middle And then Gino, Shankland and Mackay As a front 3 that was interchanging They were all
1: moving about the place When you saw the team, what did you make of it? Probably our strongest available eleven. I I I would have said. I would I say
0: rules probably comes into it,
1: but or,
0: there's an argument that he yeah.
1: doesn't. Yeah. And obviously having just come back from suspension. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, on that day, that's our strongest eleven. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think everybody was. I mean, the fact that it was unchanged, wasn't it? Is that yep. right? right? Yeah, I that? yeah. So I mean, but I've, I'm I'm a good believer in stick with a winning team. Um he did do and ultimately <laughs> it hasn't proved dividends, so what do I know. Um but upon first glance I thought taking care of United I, I, I felt pretty confident. Yeah. Obviously then what happened happened but
0: we'll no well, doubt I get into that. What happened happened was ninety seconds in that's that start about Halkett and Kingsley playing <laughs> together gets immediately immediately thrown out the window. Ninety
1: seconds
0: as the ball is kind of played over the top, Halkett then basically shepherds it to Gordon, but then there's a bit of a collision, and Halkett goes down clearly in a lot of pain. Um, There's about a three and a half minute break where a stretcher comes across, he doesn't need to use it, but he can't put any weight on it. It seems to be his knee. uh, As we sit here on the Thursday night, We've actually not had any official confirmation of what the injury is from the club, just that Nielsen said he doesn't think it's as bad as they initially feared. Um, Him and Kingsley are due back soon. But, especially with the centre-forward that we're up against, it was the worst person to lose at the worst possible time. And I said at the time, I was like, I just feel so bad for him. He's had such a torrid time this season
1: with injuries. And the club... I've tried to do everything in their power to ease him back into it as well. It's not as mm-hmm. though we could instantly blame the club and be raging at the fact that, you know, we're rushing him, we're that desperate to see him feature. I think we've done all that we really can with mm-hmm. Craig Halkett in terms of getting him back into the fold, which makes it all the more frustrating that he continues to pick up injury after injury after injury. I, I, I don't have... The solution, and I, I'm assuming that you were going to ask me. I have no idea what to do with Craig Halkett, just the same as I have no idea what to do with Stephen Kingsley. Um, and it just appeared as though it was going to be, firstly, a great afternoon when you saw the 11, but again, we've seen how pivotal Halkett is to us when he's not there. Yeah, a little element of fear creeps in, or at least it did in my case. Um, uh, it's, it's just its so annoying because he, like, nobody is at fault here. Hearts, mm-hmm. hearts aren't at fault. Hulk—it's not at fault. The gaffer's not at fault. This is just one of these bizarre external circumstances that, for whatever reason, we just can't get to, to the root of, MacIver. Especially
0: because we Halkett and Kingsley, they're never reoccurring injuries. They're brand new ones. Yeah. So it's not like he can go, like, for example, in the past... Let's even look to last season and stick with a defender. John Souter had a recurring
1: injury yes. that kept
0: happening. It was like, for God's sake the chances of that
1: ACL as well. Like yeah, early exa- yeah.
0: yeah, that was really frustrating. With Halke, it's like his hamstring went, then his ankle went, and now his knee. So it's not like you can go, oh, is he injury prone in that? It's like he just is getting freak things. Kingsley had a tight hamstring, then he pulled his calf, and now he's as we'll get to. Gets a concussion.
1: <laughs> it's funny as you say that about Kingsley's concussion. I thought to myself, Craig Halkin's just a couple broken arms away and a concussion probably from he'd be wrapped up like and cammon man. Yeah, honestly, that's probably what just needs to happen Monday to Friday, and then yeah. beg that he's available for the Saturday. Um, it's just, it must just be so annoying that yeah. like this is where I feel for Robbie because like what like what what do you expect us to do really? I mean, I, I was going to ask you. The center half must be the primary position that we're looking for in January, surely.
0: Specifically, a right-sided one.
1: Yeah, and or right back. Yeah. So that I thought a so right back was anyway. Yeah. So if if you're looking at it, playing a back five, that's what forty percent of yeah. said back five. Yeah. So n- nearly half of it, basically, we have to cover for. Yeah. Um,
0: it's fine. Callum Patterson's coming in. He'll in the right back aspect to yeah, it. It's all right.
1: Fingers crossed. Uh, well, then then would Michael Smith be able to move to a sweeper? That's would what, we take that's what I sweeper? hope for. I yeah. think we could get I don't think that's the worst option. Neither even, even, even if we get to the summer, that's yeah. that's that's viable till the summer. If we, I would much rather us take our time as well. The recruitment yeah. team have done, on the whole, a really good job. I'd rather... Take our time, go out and find us another Kyrolls esque quality centre half, rather than you know, just shoehorn absolute dross that was picked up in January and a panic buy in there. 100 yeah. percent Well, I feel really bad now because you've just said a
0: quality. Kyrol's had an absolute nightmare in this game. And His it,
1: first heart's nightmare in Yes,
0: absolutely. And it's always been fantastic. It's demonstrated by the goal that Dundee United score as a long ball. Goes over the top, to Stephen Fletcher, who's onside, kind of just out muscles Rolls completely, hits it from the edge of the box. Now, from my perspective, who was sat in the stand, but like all the Hearts fans were obviously in the stand with the camera in it. Yeah, the so goal was to your
1: right hand side. Yeah, yeah. So
0: we can't, I just think, oh, that's actually, that's beat Gordon for a better distance. But then when you see the replay, it takes a deflection yeah. off Rolls away. And,. Stephen Fletcher, in the most heart's way possible, has had, has been really poor since coming back to Dundee United. Generally, and of course he turns up in the day, de- and again, I it's he's wi-
1: only two goals have come against us.
0: Yes, exactly. It's because we didn't have Halkett. The game plan was clearly put Halkett on Fletcher. Halkett will be able to win most things in the air against Fletcher, even though Fletcher is very competent, and the other defenders can do whatever they want. We immediately lose the one player that we need to deal with Fletcher, and Fletcher turns into Lewandowski
1: for the first half at least. He looked like a prime Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, he really with did. a man
0: bun and everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, literally thought to myself, this could be a, a long afternoon when it's when it's when he's he's the one to open the scoring and the yeah. floodgates are open courtesy of him. Crikey. Um Do you know? what? I, I did feel as though Rolls had a nuke. But I was kind of thinking there, I don't want to make an excuse for him, I really don't, but he's just come back from Qatar, where he's played in a back four with Australia. Now he's had to go into, what, the middle of a three? My Yeah, he was was in the middle of a three. Middle of the three. That must take... Absolutely. And look, it it takes a little element to adapt and... (laughs) It's easy for us to say, but hearts probably aren't of the quality of Australia. I wouldn't fancy our chances in getting into the World Cup round of 16 or whatever. So... It's just... He he probably wasn't prepared to be thrown into the deep end like that. Yeah. It's an unfortunate start. We're probably aided by the fact that it's come so early on. No reason to hit the panic button just quite yet. That's very fair. Uh, something to hit the panic button about is
0: the Stephen Kingsley injury as him yes, and former Hearts man Arnold June go up have a really nasty head collision the Kingsley thing I will say was very scary Um, seeing him lying on the ground and then suddenly try and get up where he's clearly coming yeah. he's clearly woken back up and his nose was bleeding and
1: everything like that like it was very scary Arnold James um, was a wee rascal in this first half as well can I just say with another June was very guilted. good by the way Top in this player. game he I was watching uh, him and Dylan Levitt just thinking to myself, that is that's a that's a duo that I would dream about. It really is. I am a big fan of both.
0: But yeah, like that's Kingsley out for, and and listen, we've been we've seen it with Peter Haring. Concussions can be a day, they can be a year. You don't know how bad they are. It, if it's it's actually
1: still even on the books, it's been yeah. that long.
0: Fair point. It's worrying. However, It wasn't all a disaster as two minutes later we actually get back into the game. Uh, Dunne United continued to just try and kick us off the park which believe me we will fucking get to that later. Scumbags. Um, As Devlin gang. Devlin picks it up in the middle of the park drives forward feeds it to Smith as he feeds it to Smith he's absolutely taken out in the process. (laughs) Smith then takes a really nice touch drives forward and gets his toe to it as Ryan Edwards comes in and absolutely clatters him. Into the bottom corner, hearts to one. It's we're back on level pegging. I'm forty quid up, loving life.
1: Oh, you we're back. Come do you have them any time?
0: Had them any time?
1: Oh, I literally I was compiling my notes for this, and I was thinking to myself, we talked. Uh, one of my quiz questions was Michael Smith's last goal was on Boxing Day, and just so happens that the first goal since you have them any time, you rapped. Thanks yep. for the tip. I really appreciate it. Twenty to
0: one, two pound on Twenty to one.
1: Yep. Any time. Yep. I think that's a wee bit. I'd like a wee bit more from the bookies there, considering it's his his first He's goal in a, a year. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty poor. Who who did you who did you place that with? Air Sky. Oh, speaks volumes. Yeah. The scumbags, but anyway, a great goal. goal. I mean, it it's took a that, great goal. i took I'm that, buzzing Like I said before, you wouldn't think that that was a bloke that went nigh on a year yes, without scoring. Exactly. Um, yeah, encouraged. Do, do you know what? I think in recent weeks, in particular, we're learning lots about this Hearts team's character, mm-hmm. determination, belief. That's that's a huge thing that's incredibly underrated. You go back, I don't know four or five years when we went through some torrid times soon as we conceded we fell like a deck of cards there was absolutely yeah. no belief from the stands that we could get back into our game so yeah. if that like it emanates from the stands totally if there's no belief amongst the fans you can guarantee there's no belief amongst the players we all seem to be singing from the same hymn sheet here which is which is really great it's it, it, hearts are a really enjoyable watch just now
0: absolutely and what hearts fans thought was going to be an enjoyable watch was getting a penalty right at the end of the first half however there was a lot of pattern with it we win the penalty after Barry McKay does really well as he did he had a really good first half finds Devlin on the edge of the box Devlin then he'll know what he was doing was he passing was he shooting I think he was just trying to get the ball into the box yeah I think he at was river. For somebody doom it again Doom at the centre of everything It hits his hands I'm there I'm immediately calling for it and it is actually given but is it Gordon Stephen is that his
1: name yes I'll find out I I I'll find out right idea, now mate. either because way our man in, in the, the middle world. did not oh, have a I'm going
0: to be, he's getting spoken about later on don't you worry <laughs> so, so you all. need that name yeah I do need that name I can't find
1: I'd want to say yes was. do you want me to get out?
0: Colin Stephen Colin not Gordon Steven. Stephen Colin Stephen he gives it however it then goes to the VR check he goes over checks it and rules against it now in the moment I'm raging because I think it's a handball oh I'm screaming all day it then is I start getting messages and seeing kind of general social media going oh I think that is the right decision and then I see it back it's not a penalty no
1: I can no, understand why he gave it in the first place, yeah. but it's not a penalty. It's, it's, it's a basic error from a Scottish official. I mean, in other news, <laughs> water's wet. Water's wet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, absolutely no surprise. I think the, the terminology or the way that it's written is that a player who falls to the ground, I've got it here, or goes into a sliding tackle must protect himself using the arm support. Therefore, it is not a handball if the ball hits the supporting arm slash hand i.e. Yeah. in Arnold June's case it's not in an unnatural position it's not a pen but it is annoying given that it had been given you are an advocate for VAR I'm certainly not yes it's reached the right decision here but am I just looking beyond that because it's ultimately to our detriment I, I think, think you are yeah, I think had, had I been a, been a United fan I'd have been relieved about VAR
0: because I bet you were loving it last night with oh. the McGowan situation that we'll get to.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I so, think that's what it is. I think, look, I think everybody just needs to put their differences to one side. It's here to stay. Let's just go with the flow and see what happens. I just want some consistency. That's all I ask. And it's never going to arise. So we'll see.
0: Well. Going with the flow is what United did at the start of the second half. As immediately, they put forward the best move they've done all season. As Mackay loses the ball in the middle of the park. it then gets kind of fed out wide. Really nice little bit of movement. Finds your favourite human being on the planet. Dylan Levitt <laughs> on the edge of the box. Fires it past Gordon. Belinda Carlisle's playing loving life. Oh, no. And it's the worst possible start to the half.
1: It's the worst possible start to the half and this is a theme that despite my happiness amongst this duo of games and hearts recently, I am really annoyed with. Because it's we could do so much better defensively. You know that I'm a big fan of Dylan Levitt, you've alluded to it there. Um I, I just I just think he's a wonderful footballer. And he's ultimately like if you watch it back, he is at the centre circle, sprays a lovely ball out wide to Kieran Freeman. But Snodgrass and Devlin's positioning, particularly as that duo, is so, so poor. Because both want to commit to the ball, which leaves a massive gap between, I think it's Devlin on the right-hand side and Michael Smith, obviously, at right wing back. They're all kind of jogging back. Michael Smith doesn't feel it necessary to get tight. It's a lovely layback for Levitt, who's just arriving. He can't believe his luck. He's literally just wandering in and just it's such a cool finish i can't remember admiring another player in scotland outside the old firm as much as i do dylan levitt i I really i think he's a top top player i think united are very lucky to have him i think 300 grand was an absolute snip when i look at what we've paid for kiamat sogloo george grant um i i'm a big fan i really am a big fan of dylan levitt But I certainly wasn't in that particular moment because it's such a preventable goal, and one that yes, it is a fantastic finish. But just switch on. I mean, like you say, it's at the start of the second half. Uh, Keep it tight to a point, or just bombard them. Either or, I'm comfortable with. Don't give something away so easily right at the start to give the fans a lift. Come on. That was that
0: was the most annoying thing because you could tell we were on the ascendancy. In the toward the latter towards end of the first end, half, yeah,
1: totally I agree, totally. totally agree.
0: It just means that oh, all, that, all that's done, like, yeah, that's it. Um, and then I'm I'm getting this up because I need to. If people are watching on YouTube, you can see that I'm clicking about and getting it. I need to get the <laughs> tap word done because it's the it's the big moment of the game. It overshadows everything. It overshadows potentially the season, depending on how. The rest of this season goes forward. The injury happens on the 68th minute. Goal kick gets taken. Long ball forwards, played over the top. As a result, it beats our high line. Stephen Fletcher and Craig Gordon are both going for it. Gordon gets the ball first, and then just him and Fletcher collide. And I'll, I'll explain it as it happened in real time. As it happens in real time, We all react because you can see the ball pings off in a different direction, and it's obvious Gordon gets to it first. Mm. But then the penalty is given, and we're all incensed. Like you can see if you watch the if you watch the highlights back or any replay, you can see Michael Smith immediately start to signal to anybody just get on the pitch when you tell,
1: but then he sprints right over. Then Stephen comes past
0: him and goes, wait, hold on, what do you mean it's a penalty? Rightly furious, due to the severity of the injury, is a very long breaking play, and that gives Stephen a chance, because VRC, you need to have a look at this, and thankfully, even though he books Nielsen in the process,
1: he says, no, it's a oh, heart's free kick. I, now, I, Robbie's got every right to moan. Michael Smith's yeah. got every right to moan. The it's, fact that he's given as a United penalty uh, penalty initially is baffling. Yeah. Absolutely baffling. But Craig Gordon, I mean, if you actually like watched a couple minutes prior, he makes a top save to deny Stephen It's Fledger an unbelievable save. Yeah. You know, if we go 3-1 down through either that goal or the penalty who's to say that we're coming back yeah these are these are the key moments that ultimately define this match Gorn's at the heart of them Gorn's at the heart of most of our key moments within the past two years since he's come back obviously we were young pups when he when he was in his first spell with the club I Honestly, I just thought to myself, if this is the end, what a shit way to go out.
0: Well, what it was then confirmed, that because I remember being there and thinking, what's happening penalty? what's going on? That And then I, I they put him in the recovery position. And at that moment, I kind of started being like, wait, hold, who really cares about the penalty? Actually, he looks really badly hurt. And then you see him getting the equivalent of like gas and air. And then when the stretcher comes up and you see how heavily strapped his leg is, you're like, that's a disaster. And then we get it confirmed, it's a double leg break. It means he's out for the season. The positive is, is that it's not his knee or his ankle. That would have been probably, definitely career ending. As we've heard from the club, Nielsen, in the days following it, Craig is immediately thinking about when he can come back. Which is obviously a, a huge positive it will be needed to be seen if he can compete at the level that he's been at or even be able to compete, but just I think you saw the reaction like no bones about it. He's my favourite player to ever play for the club. He's the if best player the fun. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he he's the best player we've ever produced from the club. I want it that he has one last time where he plays at Town Castle.
1: He One needs to have time. that.
0: I don't yeah. care if it means that he comes on for five minutes at the end as a sub when we're winning. I don't care. I just need him to be able to put his last game is at
1: Tynecastle. Yeah, he deserves that. His last interaction in a heart shirt can't be clashing with a former hip striker and yeah. suffering a double leg break. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, 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 the still image is it's horrible. bogging. It's the but worst again, injury I've ever seen at a game I've been at. But like you say, like in real time, it didn't look all that severe. Is that harsh to say? No, like, I totally I totally it, get
0: what you mean. It's it just coming so, together.
1: It was so weird. And, and that's the thing as well, for me. Like It would be so easy for us as Hearts fans to say, Stephen Fletcher, obviously, duties, previous allegiances, is to blame for this. I, I genuinely believe that that was an intent to play the ball. I think he's, he's fully justified up. to go for it of course he is he's looking yeah. up and over toward the ball waiting for it dropping down and then what's happened has happened it's yeah. it, it's a shocking situation I'd feel guilty as hell if I was Stephen Fletcher I've no doubt that he's probably yeah. spoken to Craig since Um it's just a, just a torrid torrid situation Um and I really really hope that this isn't the last that we see Craig Gordon but he has been written off before this is the thing yeah. you know the Celtic move really did come out of nowhere even though there was talk of him training with various teams and what have you he's come back from hell on earth with injuries Yeah, I'd like to think that he could do so again I, because we're both we're both football fans we're both sort of romanticising about that Tynecastle send off at, yeah. at the very least Definitely.
0: And thankfully, it wasn't a complete write-off of a day, even though I will say it was weird after the game because everyone was just kind of walking a bit. It wasn't like, we've rescued a point. Yes, it was just like, it overshadowed everything. So, obviously, our thoughts go out to Craig and his family and hopefully, by the time next season starts, he's back in at least some form of capacity. However, the man who has now taken the armband... For Craig, we found out last night. Nice segue. Saves us again, as he seems to just be doing all the time. Love Third him penalty Love him. of the game. This one is the only one to stand. <laughs> a ball is swung in by Cochran Shanklin goes down under the pressure of Ryan Edwards. Stephen again gives it, and this one is a very short, reasonably VR check. He doesn't get asked to go. In my opinion it is a penalty it's very soft but Edwards puts his arm round Shankland and gives that Shankland can then go down under pressure oh, 101 yeah. is you don't put your hands on the attacker as a defender yeah,
1: yeah. it's it is and it's not it's I would say
0: it is I would say it, if that was given against us which fuming. we will get which we will get to I'd be fuming but understand it. I'd be fuming but yeah. go yeah I can see why that's case. You're, you're a trying penalty. to compare
1: this to the Snodgrass one are not you? I am indeed. I think yeah. they're both penalties. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. And, and to be fair under the circumstances if you just said to me oh yeah you'll <laughs> you'll draw away at bottom of the league I'd think mm. if you draw away to Dundee United having lost Craig Gordon Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley to injury
0: arguably your three best players
1: certainly in a defensive sense but then Kyroll's yeah. as well, well arguably it, on
0: that pitch there are three best players with the exception uh, yeah, of Shanklin it,
1: it's up for debate um, we, 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 we'll take it we'll take it I, I'm i disappointed yes but in the grand scheme of things is it really a disastrous result I, I, I don't think so and again you need to look at the two games that we had after Kelly in the lead-up to the derby, much has been made, and rightly so, of our dreadful record in Perth. If you'd have offered me four points heading into United away and St John's away, I'd have taken that. Yeah, Fully. We didn't expect it to you know, play out the way that Even it The way it was, yeah. Yeah. But it's not, it's not the end of the world. What
0: is the end of the world? And I want to focus on this specifically is how bad that performance was from Dreadful. Colin Stephen, right? <laughs> I am someone who thinks refs get a hard time a lot of the time. I can, it's the hardest job in football. You're, ne- you're Whenever you make a decision, half the grounds go to hate you. you. It's 100 miles an hour. It's very hard to do. As Robert Bothwick said on Twitter, it's an all-timer horrific performance. And, and for me, it's encapsulated by the final moments of the game. So, at the end of the first half, seven minutes were added on. <laughs> this was due to three minutes and 12 seconds of a stoppage duty Craig Halkett, a two minute 49 seconds stoppage duty Kingsley, and a three minute one second stoppage duty
1: VR. So, you so, miss, so you're missing a good two, three minutes easy. So
0: that alone, but you can go, right, okay, listen it's maybe understandable, seven minutes, he's just given... Just to
1: wrap it's, up on Christmas Eve, is not he? It? Yeah.
0: It's roughly... on this
1: game. we have got He probably should have
0: given eight and a half minutes, which in football, you would round up to nine. So he's off by a couple of minutes. That happens a lot. So you're like, right, fine. Now, <laughs> the Gordon stoppage alone in the second half lasted from the 68th minute and seven seconds to the 77th minute and one second. So that's nine minutes. Jesus. There is then a load of subs both team make basically full use of their benches then there's a penalty and a VR check of 2 minutes 12 So you're talking about a quarter of an hour here you could argue that there should be at least 11 and a half minutes surrounded rounded up to 12 but with the way subs work and um, both the Dunedin United goalkeeper and two defenders got booked for time wasting so that also gets added on as well so yes you're looking at 15 minutes roughly inexplicably 7 minutes gets added on at the end of that game now we score in the 94th minute <laughs> we should then have another 10 minutes
1: to go <laughs> a winner
0: now of course that could also mean Dundee United nickel winner but that's how it works both <laughs> teams should feel aggrieved at that because that's genuinely just someone going I need to get out I've had a terrible game here I need to just get out.
1: Yeah, my man's just thinking about I don't know the King's Speech, the Stander special, yeah. the the mur- the bleh, the dinner that he's gonna murder on Christmas Day. Yeah. No idea. Presents it's to just, wrap. Carol's it's like to sing, that should be visit. enough. No that idea. should be
0: enough that you don't get a top flight game for the foreseeable. That's how bad that is. it's like that's it. I oh, was yeah. so angry.
1: What level would you put that to?
0: League One not understanding basic time right, like adding time when there's yeah it might be generous I, uh, fuck it chuck him in the Lowland League like what yes, uh, I, Like that's it he
1: could come to come to uh, Cumbernauld on Friday night yes you can join exactly. me in the boys
0: you could get up tell as <laughs> yeah. you're there. but as you see, thankfully we managed to nick a point and then We need to travel to the place
1: Can I just say I was fully expecting that we'd get beat in this I thought we're we're going with two thirds of our back three are available (laughs) Our goalkeeper and captain unavailable Like the whole Xander Clark, first heart start, back to his former club I'm thinking this has got disaster written all over it But thankfully Mr McIver that was not the case
0: Well before we get into that we'll speak about all the other games that took place, oh, and, and
1: <laughs> brilliant. much like
0: much like we had last season, where it just felt that so every good. team benefited so us. Good. It literally couldn't have gone better for us in any in any game. No. So, first of all, Celtic like comfortably beat Hibbs four 0 at Easter Road.
1: Just what we need ahead yep. of a hopeful Monday morning.
0: Rangers get their first comfortable win of the season against Motherwell, who genuinely look in real trouble. I think they are in trouble. Livingston get another man sent off (laughs) and draw one all with also 10-man St Mirren. Both teams who are very close to us needed a draw there. Killy continue to compound (laughs) misery on Aberdeen and Derek McInnes just giving the V's to all the Aberdeen fans as he walked away as they win 2-1 and Dundee United maybe our result wasn't actually as bad as it seemed as they have a very comfortable six pointer win against Ross County what did you make of the other five games
1: uh, I'll start with the last one that you said there I fancied United strongly off that showing against us to, to beat Ross County I think Ross County and Motherwell will finish bottom two there
0: you go. Wow, you think Dundee United will get out of it and be replaced yeah. by Motherwell?
1: Yeah, United have a good squad. I, I, genuinely, I genuinely do believe that. I think, particularly in midfield, I think, yeah. I th- Liam I,
0: Fox I, seems to have been able to actually have time to do what he wants to yeah. do with them as well.
1: And do you know what, he seems consistent in like the selection of formation, they've got a mm-hmm. way, like, I noticed that fullbacks tend to fill in for centre-halves, but I, I think they'll be fine. But that's more
0: grew back now as well.
1: Exactly, and back on the score sheet, Um mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just talk about Motherwell because they like yeah. Hamill Ball was in full flow. I don't get it.
0: Was it though, or were we blinded because we were <laughs> no. worried about playing them?
1: It was, but their inability to convert chances is ultimately yeah. what is going to be the story of their season. I mean, yeah. you need only look at that in the Kelly game. There's no way Kelly come from three goals down at Far Park, is there? Yeah, true. I, I, I had three 0 Rangers, so take that. Um, also had one each, Livy St Mirren, which worked out superbly, the fact that Livingston hadn't drawn at home and St Mirren hadn't drawn away, both of them had to come to an end sooner rather than later, pleased that it did. Uh, Hibbs nil Celtic 4 is just funny given that Hibbs obviously scored early on had it chalked off and then were absolutely rank. I hope we absolutely stuffed them on Monday. I know that's not how the Derby works, but let me have my moment here. Let me have my dreams. I mean this honestly that would just cap off a wonderful festive period. But the best thing about the festive period since I've finished up at university has been Aberdeen's collapse. Oh my goodness gracious me It's crazy. tremendous. Kilmarnock's first home win over Aberdeen, sorry to cut you off, MacIver, in 11 years. I fancied Killy, but I did not realise that Aberdeen's record was as good against Kilmarnock. 11 years.
0: That's mad. I didn't know that at all either. That's crazy.
1: That is crazy.
0: It very much benefited us. So, obviously, that was all taking place as we were playing. So we want to know all the permutations during it. But... We, we went in with a game plan, but not the team that we would have hoped, as you mentioned. A complete change at the back. The only person who stayed was Alex Cochran in the back four, including the goalkeeper. As Xander Clark made his first start for Hutton against the club he spent 11 years at. A back three of Toby Civic, Kai Roth and Alex Cochran. Full backs, or, well wing backs, sorry, of Andy Howdy keeping his place and the returning Alan Forrest into the side. Devlin and Snodgrass, Janelli and Shanklin retain their places and then Mackay is dropped for Grant. What did you make of that?
1: I had no idea when I saw those names how we were lining up. And then I started watching the opening exchanges and I still had no idea, really. But whatever it was, was working because that was as good an opening half hour, 35 minutes away from home that I can remember from a hearts team. And I don't say that lightly because it's far from our happy hunting ground. Talking about the results there, I think I predicted five out of six potential outcomes. And the only outcome that I didn't predict was Hearts winning. Because I thought, if the stars all align here, as I thought they would, there was not a single doubt in my mind that Hearts would not capitalize on that. (laughs) I've never been so happy to be proven wrong despite our best efforts to chuck away two valuable points here Um, but what a fantastic start a fantastic start um... particularly given that sorry it's not an unchanged 11 you've got a variety of players coming in I think that's what four or five changes four changes four changes five changes five Five changes yeah Um, brilliant brilliant just shows our strength and depth uh, albeit I was somewhat concerned, if I'm totally honest, when I saw that 11 and given our track record in Perth.
0: Uh, I just want to let you know that I am actually responsible for this. Because for mean? the first time in my life, I bet that Hearts would beat St Johnston in Perth, and we did. Nice. So. I'll do it every time until it doesn't work <laughs> now. I have to now. That's the rule. I have Probably. to do it.
1: Hearts hearts, and the bookies getting spanked going hand in hand. I mean, is there, is there any Lovely greater it. combination in the world?
0: Exactly. But yeah, this start was unbelievable. In the first minute, there's two penalty shouts. Toby civic <laughs> drives forward as if he's Barry McKay. Just going, right, stuff this. It's enjoy- I like... I kind of got the feeling that every Hearts player was finally brought out of a decade-long dream where there was something like, oh, wait, yeah, it's St Johnston. Like, this is actually easy? And everybody was like, right, let's go. Civic drives into the box, gets taken out in a very good challenge, climbs for a penalty. It's then played back into the box and Gino gets pushed by someone and that's a bit more up in the air. And I think it's pretty incredible that that doesn't get at least looked at. I know it was looked at in terms of everything gets looked at, but I mean, like... No,
1: I'm just trying to think of, like, how can we have been in a Perth and Kinross coma for the best part of a decade here? (laughs) Something happened at the club. What's, like, what's prompted this? The (laughs) trade-off was we were
0: allowed to beat Hibs in the cup final, but we had to then deal with a decade of not winning in Perth. Even
1: then, if my memory serves me, us beating Hibs in said cup final meant that St Johnston qualified for Europe it did yeah and ever since then they've been yet to pay us back um, is which that, is, is embarrassing, embarrassing on their part it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, it's tragic with um, um, regards to the penalty shouts I don't think either is my annoyance is that Josh Gennelly is that busy appealing with the one that <laughs> Shankland puts into the box that he doesn't realise that there's a mishap that he could capitalise on. Yeah. And then when he does, it's only then that he's fouled. Yeah, that's fair. Which or al- alleged to be fouled. I, 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 think, I think either would have been really harsh. Again, wouldn't have complained, but given the <laughs> amount of penalties that we would have received this season, um, I, think, can't complain. I think we'd be biting <laughs> off more than we could chew. Yeah. So, that's very
0: fair. Yeah. Um, immediately afterwards is... Probably going to be up there with one of the misses of the season that now is Oh my
1: god. Oh (laughs) my god. That is Lob the remote of the telly material. Yeah, Janelli
0: is played through, then finds Devlin, who cuts it back to Shankland, who has his chance saved by Remy Matthews. It lands at the feet of George Grant, who somehow (laughs) hits the post for five yards. Now, before we get into anything, because I would feel bad if I didn't mention this, I want to say. That Grant came on against Dundee United and really helped us. He added an energy in the middle of the park. Whenever he got the ball, he felt composed and he was playing good forward passes.
1: You say he's undone that in the space of four minutes here?
0: It doesn't matter what (laughs) he did against Dundee United now. It's all gone, George, because that's
1: insane. Oh my goodness gracious me. You know I'm not a big George Grant fan. I haven't just seen Dylan Levitt and that price tag. I'm thinking, be nice if he showed me a bit. <laughs> Show me why we chose you. Don't do that. How, like how, it's harder to miss. It's actually yeah. harder to do what he does. Maybe that. Maybe that's why I ought to be impressed because somehow yeah, he's, he's missed. Yeah. You wanted to be impressed and he's impressed you. Impressed me in the worst possible sense. How I, I've watched it back. A good five, six times. No idea how he misses. No idea. Nah. Um, then and, and sorry, after. sorry, McCoy, but And then the, um, the thoughts. I don't know if this is just me. The cogs are turning in my brain, thinking, "Here's another fucking year. This is yeah. it. We're going to have to <laughs> wait till 2023. Yeah. This is it. Not a chance. Not a chance. If we're going to hear the night. If, if chances like that within the first five minutes are getting passed up." what's the point it would be as well just boycotting every St Johnstone away fixture from there on in
0: agreed Snodgrass then hits a free kick for the edge of the box over the bar because I think George Grant was standing beside him and Snodgrass went no <laughs> are what are you doing to to yeah. um, however all of that by the way not good enough for sports scene just putting that out there by the way none of that was on the sports scene first thing uh, that fairness, happens what
1: time was sports scene on because uh, 11 Oh well They've got a tight turnaround, but whoever, whoever was on that back shift, you've done yourself an injustice. Shocking. To.
0: Ten minutes in, Janelli does very well to get on the end of a loose ball. Feeds it into Grant, who tries to just get a flick on it, I think. hes I don't think he's looking for anything specifically. He's just trying to get it further into the box to try and do something. It hits Ryan McGowan's outstretched arm. Willie Colm inexplicably gives a corner, but as soon as he gives a corner, he goes, wait, because he. I think immediately he goes, oh, I got messed up there. Hold on. VR tells him to go and have a look at it. He has a very quick look at it. He has a one replay look at it. Gives a penalty. Books Ryan McGowan. And Lawrence Shankland hits another... A mi- the biggest thing for me is that Shango doesn't just score in penalties. All his penalties are class. Oh, um, tucked as away he does it with such
1: conviction.
0: As he does it, he has a word with Remy Matthews, who was clearly saying something to <laughs> Big him. fan of that. And because of Agent McGowan, we're 1 nil up.
1: <laughs> I was going to say exactly that. Here come all the conspiracy theorists. All the hips fans are leaping upon it, probably. Oh. I just I can't even be arsed. Like I was looking at it, like who would have been the best player to concede a penalty? It's probably like Melker Halberg or somebody like that. Yeah. You've Liam got Kirk. Liam Gordon, former Hearts Youth, Ryan McGowan, former hearts youth. Oh dear It is a penalty though. By the letter of the law it is. And He's got his arm out like that, what is he doing? And Shanklin coolly dispatches again yeah. like i have got to come out and say this, right? I hate, hate, it's one of my biggest pet hates in football, when fans look at a striker and just look upon him and call him penalty merchants. It's not as though penalties are automatic goals. Yes, the probability favours the attacker, but he still has to tuck it away. Sometimes in high-pressure environments. I'm looking at the Shanklin ones and thinking, Switzerland high pressure tucked away St John's at Tynecastle, Castle high pressure tucked away to give us the lead here high pressure tucked away just last minute against the your old head. club to rescue a point the, uh, again Christmas Eve fa- perfect that, that's four out of the nine yeah, he's bagged I hate it so I hate it where some people are like so oh well, he's
0: got loads of penalties as if they count as half goals
1: yeah I've never understood that logic
0: Because also, let's be honest Throughout our lives We have barely ever had Paul Hartley was the last one I was going to say, you've literally taken the words out of my mouth We've been waiting since Paul Hartley left (laughs) Paul Hartley Naismith was shit at them and he was amazing at everything else.
1: Naismith and all the other jokers that he would played with were terrible at them, but Sean was maybe Sean Clare.
0: Yeah, Sean Clear was
1: That's it. been it for the best yeah. part of a decade. <laughs> now we finally got a decent penalty taker and everyone's greeting their eyes out that we get given yeah. them every game. I mean, stop, stop giving us all these penalties. I mean, God forbid that, you know, opposition players enter your box. Honestly, what is people's logic? But that I didn't think was... that would be the thing to wind me up this episode. <laughs> I was going to, was going to go for this, oh, so I'm honestly. delighted that you did.
0: Um, and also, we'll see in a minute, penalties are not that easy. <laughs> exactly! <laughs> Thank you! Um, that, however, to, to focus on the positives, in all competitions, that is now Shanklin's 16th don't, goal of the season. Don't! Don't! No, what I was going to say was, I'm getting a wee bit worried people think he's only four away from beating Robo's record. He's not. It's not in all competitions.
1: It's oh, when I thought he it twi- was 16 in all comps. No,
0: because didn't Lafferty... No, no, it is 16 in all competitions. But Lafferty people are like,
1: was 19 in all comps because he had a handful against East Fife and all these no, other countless jobs. Lafferty, Lafferty was up.
0: 19 in the league. He got 23 in all competitions. This is the thing. I worry that people when he are. Well Lafferty
1: did not hit nineteen league goals no, in a no. season for hearts. No, I'm always certain
0: that he did. Oh, I have no. Seen,
1: no chance.
0: Because I I saw the record where it was like previously the people who have got closest to it was Boyce with sixteen. Then someone was like, Was that Laffer- in the champ, though no? No, that was last season. When we halfway what through jinxed season? him oh, and he went is. he's gonna dead.
1: <laughs> no.
0: shit. No. And then after Lafferty we have to go all the way back to speaking about Paul Hartley. In that O five-06 season, Hartley's Hartley's Hartley casual. Hartley and Rudy both got sixteen in the league. Jesus
1: sixteen league goals. For two. Basically, players, whilst that I'm is doing, yeah,
0: yeah, it's unbelievable how good this. It 30 32 some, between them. Thirty-two between them for midfield. <laughs> it's like decilous. unbelievable. Um whilst I'm trying to find this speak about how right you were about Lawrence Shankland
1: Championship standard are not he it's just nah by average not worth the dough nah nah I can't see it Air United who, who, who even are Air United they were what in League 1 in the Championship briefly when he was there nah nah average Championship material Right, there's your, there's your Championship I'm- material right there have some of that
0: Jesus Christ I fully panicked and thinking it was like Lafferty got 30 goals and I'm like no he didn't he didn't he he played 30
1: games (laughs) what 30 league games
0: yeah so it says in the premiership season it says Kyle Lafferty scored played 30 and scored 18 I don't necessarily believe that
1: I'm not having that at all 18 league goals
0: see I don't believe uh-huh, oh here we, here we go here we go we've got Craig Fowler to the rescue right
1: okay. because he did Fowler's he's done
0: Fowler's an sorry. article a year ago the top hearts goal scorer from each of the last 12 seasons
1: right okay
0: I've and Lafferty's
1: it was 17 18
0: so Lafferty scored 19 and 12 of them were in the league
1: 12 right okay so yeah. so that's 7 elsewhere in the cut. yeah Aye. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot more sense.
0: Uh, prior to that was Walker with fifteen, twelve in the league. Uh, wow, zefuke and So got twelve. Championship level. Uh, Parson before that In other words,
1: he's, he's rather good. So he? then, he's, he's, so he's,
0: then is he's the stat sick. just because I thought the stat was with no other striker score 20 no. in the league Is we've not had a striker score 20, goal 20 goals a in a season, season?
1: Yeah, a season Man,
0: that's in even, then that's even worse than I thought it was
1: yeah. oh it's terrible terrible so
0: Shine Quinn just needs four
1: I'm not I'm not saying a single word until he does it that's in this yeah, episode I'm in I. any I. other episodes we are not going to talk about it yeah
0: well thankful we don't need to because very quickly afterwards we scored goal of the season oh, after this 18 this Oh, after 18 consecutive passes involving almost every member of the squad including the goalie Andy Halliday finds Forrest who calmly passes it in the back of the net definition of taking your chance when you get it
1: 100%
0: it's 2-0 it's 2-0 and we're in Perth
1: it's just so aesthetically pleasing it really is just a wonderful, wonderful goal as, as you say, uh, just about every single player in the middle of the park touches the ball uh, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I just oh. uh, Andy Halliday even takes up a central position just to get involved yeah. uh, this yeah. is where George Grant should be again, but I mean, uh, Andy Halliday's another that is just flying under the radar right now Yes, uh, for me this he, season he, generally. Totally, totally yeah. Um. And Alan Forrest, delighted. Really happy to see him back in the team first and foremost. And as you rightly alluded to MacIver, I mean that is the definition of taking your chance. What what a finish. What a I finish. That is not that is not an easy chance.
0: And I think he'll be dropped though for the Derby. He'll
1: be gutted, but I think it's understandable. Because of who's come back and who's yeah. also bagged. What a great dilemma for us to have. Isn't it nice to have players? Competent players competing for several positions on the pitch. What a wonderful notion that is. Well. That has eluded us for so long.
0: What what almost ruined how wonderful everything was, was that we conceded a penalty. Uh, a ball gets crossed in, okay. it deflects up in the air and Xander Clark claims it. The game then kind of plays on for another minute and then it goes out for a think hour throwing and then columns like, wait. And then suddenly you just hear... Oh, they're checking for a possible penalty, and naturally you're like, "What? There's no no player made a claim or anything." And then the first replay you see, the ball comes in, and Devlin's arms out, <sighs> and it's a by the the handball rule that's yeah. a
1: penalty, because again it's not as though in Arnold June's case Devlin's falling. he's, nah. he's turning away, but sort of stick like his hands still. But out? it's made him bigger. Yeah. Like,
0: he's stuck his leg and
1: his arm out. Yeah. Despite turning his face away. So, yeah. yeah I, I mean, it is... It is... What, whilst
0: it's a detriment to us, I feel like that's what I want from VR. I yeah. Want VR, to have picked something up that, by the letter of the law, is a foul, but has been missed by everybody.
1: And there's countless folk that did miss it. You know, yeah. both the boys on Hearts TV were surprised... I'm going to assume that numerous members of that Hearts Away end were surprised yeah. to see it awarded, but that's what it's there for. So, even the VAR haters are going to come out and say, <laughs> well done, all please to our detriment. And what transpires then is simply hilarious. Well,
0: it's not really to our detriment, because <laughs> yeah. you think, right, Xander Clark, former club, the first big thing he's going to have to try and do is try and save us in Johnston away. However, Graeme Carey clearly goes, "Ah, I miss you, Xander. I'll give you this one for free. And just Harry Kane-esque. I don't think it's landed yet.
1: Beautiful.
0: I initially went, that's bobbled. I thought as he's taken a step, he's like touched it with his other foot. And And then you see the replay. And no, he's just, I don't know if he's thinking, because Xander's massive. I don't know if he's thinking, I need to get this high into the net and has just put all the power in the world on it.
1: I can remember Craig Beattie talking about his penalty in the 2012 semi, and he said... Yeah, that he stuck it down the middle, because you need only look at the size of Fraser Forster. If he falls back, timber, he's, he yeah. ain't coming back up. Which makes me wonder why Graham Carey would have chosen a corner, at least I'm assuming he chose a corner and tried to go top left, given where the ball ended yeah. up. Yeah, yeah terrible penalty and yeah. earlier i was talking about moments and matches i i couldn't believe my eyes i literally had to pinch myself i'm thinking what is what on earth is happening here we've looked so convincing up to the concession of this penalty they've then missed the penalty i'm thinking this is it this is the night this is the night that we can wipe the most unwanted record that yeah. currently stands at the football club i'm paying homage in this i'll i'll Tell all the audio listeners that aren't viewing the YouTube video, I'm paying homage today to Marius Zaliukas. He's on my t shirt, the last man to score a winning goal for Hearts at McDermott Park prior to Barry Mackay. Yeah, which is fantastic news. Um, But shows how long ago it was. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, And for a club, sorry, McIver, for a club of our supposed size and stature, statistics like that are just such an annoyance.
0: Yeah, exactly. There was... I would say that opening 35 minutes was the best we've played all
1: season. Like I say, I, I can't remember as convincing an away performance for, yeah, uh, for a good while. Certainly from the start. Yeah. I, and I, I... Again, that's like... I, I think this is just... It, it baffled me because of, like I say, these ghosts that have haunted us Going up there for so long, yeah. Does does this come from the manager? This that sort of mentality to just mm-hmm. come out and say, sod this, we're wiping this away tonight." That has to come from the manager, for me.
0: I, I actually want to speak about that at the very end, with someone, So that's interesting that you raised that. So we'll come back to that. But it did have to start going wrong eventually. It's hard to. Oh death. yeah,
1: oh yeah, it was going far too well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is this is when I was pinching myself and then was realizing, ow oh, that really hurts." yeah because yes. we're back.
0: Because Robert Snodgrass goes, I'm just going to put my hands on Stevie May right in the middle of the box. Stevie May goes down. Column immediately is like, that's a pen. Books, Snodgrass. And Stevie May kind of just looks at Graham Carey and goes, well, there's nae chance you're taking this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Steps up. Put Xander decides aside. Goes the other way. And it's 2-1. Uh,
1: Again, talking about penalties, they do favour the attacker here. Yeah. So, Clark really had nothing to lose. Yeah. He gambled, it didn't work out. With regards to the penalty itself, my annoyance isn't necessarily with Robert Snodgrass. As much as he's a veteran of the squad, one of the more experienced players, stellar career, mine is more in terms of Graham Carey down the left-hand side, first and foremost. Seems mm-hmm. to outpace Toby Civic which astounds me because Graham Carey should be playing on a Zimmer frame given he's mid-30s. I think so. Yeah, roughly. Toby Civic could, should smash him out of the way, concede a throw, a corner. It very much reminded me of the Cup semi-final and Hibs' yeah. goal down yeah. that flank. There's so much more that he can do to just get that to buggery. Doesn't. Ball out of the box. Okay. Kai Rose's defensive header is poor very yeah. poor uncharacteristically poor
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then what happens happens which is annoying it's a gift and it's not long at the start of the second half so similar to the United game
0: yeah.
1: it's a lifeline and I'm I'm, t- I'm getting annoyed my only real annoyance for Hearts in the minute is these lifelines that we're throwing out to teams yeah. because that's a couple to United and certainly one to St. Johnston, well, two St. Johnston and probably Levitt's to United if I'm being... Yeah, definitely. Totally, totally However,
0: honest. it looked like it wasn't going to matter because the two yes. substitutes came on, made a massive impact in the game, Michael Smith and Barry Mackay, the latter in particular, as Michael Smith ends up with the ball on the far side, plays it inside to Devlin, who finds Mackay. He's coming up against McGowan, just kind of touches it past McGowan, whose booking really made his influence drop from the game because before that he was everywhere going at yeah. big tackles. Mackay, I think, knew that, so just stood on McGowan for the entire time he was on the park. Gets away, 25 yards out, and in when um, you, Adam, were away in Canada and we had Fowler on, Fowler described. The fact that Mackay doesn't really shoot, he just passes a bit harder. Um, And he does, from 25 yards, he basically passes it into the back of the net for his first goal since August. I've realised, pre the break, Barry Mackay basically wasn't playing well at all. Since we've come back, Barry Mackay's having good halves. Mm -hmm. And Nielsen spoke about the fact that because the pitch was so heavy, he didn't want to give Mackay 90 minutes he told him, you will be coming on the second half. And McKay now is like, right, fine. I'm having good performances in halves now. So hopefully we can get that back to when he's having good 90 minutes. But just now, I'm not going to complain when he's doing that.
1: Certainly I'm not. And it's nice to see a manager use his noggin and just introduce the player gradually again. Mm. It's it's obviously aided by the fact that we recruit well. There's Alan Forrest and Josh Janelli starting... On the flanks anyway. There's less pressure for Barry McKay to come on. We're in a winning position. Okay, we've suffered that setback. But a bit of McKay magic. Long, long overdue and it was worth the wait. Talking about Fowler's comment there, I'm now starting to doubt and wonder to myself, have I ever seen Barry McKay hit a shot with his laces? And I genuinely don't think I have. No. I mean you know, I'm, you know I'm a big fan I, I picked him out even we played Wraith in the championship and he was on loan from Rangers and I thought he was really good then I think we scraped past them 1-0 maybe an Austurk screamer and I thought he was probably the best player on the part that day so I've long been a fan but even I was getting frustrated with how little we were seeing and heart Stats for those that don't already follow that account I'm a stucker for a statistic everybody knows that 23 games without a goal or an assist. And you think how influential Barry Mackay was last season. Yeah. Completely changed the game. To have gone that long, I don't know whether it's with the Scotland call-up, whether he's equaled that tally of last season for goals and just thought, oh, I'm, that's it, I'm, I'm fully back. Football doesn't work like that. and he, Ultimately, he's been given a mission here to come on seal the deal and by all means he does so with a wonderful wonderful finish three well I was going to say three great goals a very convincing penalty a lovely team goal for the second and a bit of individual brilliance for the third and on course to end an unwanted record in an emphatic fashion great stuff so pleased I'll quickly
0: mention the last goal because I have actually realized this is a long episode and I realised we actually spent two a games the in It's Christmas. Yeah, that's true it is true. This is your present from that. That's it. Uh, The present was not, it was actually a present for Jamie Murphy. As <laughs> Kai <Ky laughs> Rolls plays Silly quite a poor pass to Shanklin who's dropped deep. Shanklin then, I thought Shanklin was our man of the match. I thought overall he was fantastic. The one mistake he makes here is that he's easily dispossessed. It then lands to Jamie Murphy. Rolls tries to stand them up, but in standing them up, he kind of unsights Xander Clark. It goes into the far corner. It makes for a very worrying final 12 minutes. However, we finally did it. It took us, having European money, one of the best scores in our lifetime. We had to nick their keeper, but we finally actually won in Perth.
1: We've been relegated twice since we since won we in were. Perth <laughs> in the league. That is wild. <laughs> Hibs have spent three years in the Championship since we last won a league game in Perth. That is bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. With regards to the Rangers
0: goal, became a new club since we last beat
1: With regards to the goal, uh, Shanklin should either pass to rolls or Snodgrass. Don't know yeah. why he doesn't. Um, and we're talking about gifts. We'd obviously left one on Christmas Day and just thought, yeah. oh, here you are, Jamie Murphy. Have some of that. Um, As soon as this went in, I'm thinking, don't, 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 don't. It would be the most harsh thing ever to be so commanding, be so good, score such brilliant goals and find a way to piss away two, potentially all three points. But as you say, McIver, I mean, thank the Lord. The Zalukas winner I talked about. That league game. I mean, Ryan Stevenson and Kevin Kyle scored the goals. Those two are now pundits who talk about hearts. That is, like, nobody understands the magnitude. I said last season, it's half my life ago. I'm 24 years of age. The last time I'd seen that, I was 12. I didn't even started high school.
0: It's some laugh. It's absolutely some laugh. However, what that did was, is allowed us to go three points clear in third, going into Monday. Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> For the second Edinburgh Derby of the season. At King's Castle. The first... I didn't even realise this. The first New Year's Derby since 2015. Wow, is that right? Yeah. Crazy. But, here's the big question for you. What's that? I don't know, actually. I think it just gets moved Twi- about. No. <clears throat> I checked. It Hibs, is 2015.
1: Yeah, yeah Hibs, Hibs would have been in the Championship for a year or two after that, but...
0: But we've played them consistently and yeah. just never played. But here's a question Funny. for you. Yes. How confident are you?
1: Very. Why? Because they're pish.
0: I don't mean that in like a why. I mean that in a genuine like extrapolate and I would be interested to
1: hear. They're pish. We've got options. They're on a rank rotten form. Aside that Livingston result, the manager's under pressure. The players that they've recruited don't look up to it. We're due them a pumping. The right-hand
0: side of our defence worries me.
1: I am worried. I don't think it is quite as convincing. Like They, they never are quite as convincing. As Especially
0: because Ellie Yuan has just turned into a player in the last two games.
1: And again, like I'm talking about the pish goals that we are conceding. Yeah. That's that's a worry. I, I, I feel as though Kevin Nisbet doesn't pass up the opportunities that we've yeah. perhaps given. Mm-hmm. But in terms of us, I think we're on a decent wee run. Just now, I yeah, really yeah. do. At Time Castle, you know, we're gonna have a loud, proud, maniacal crowd to hopefully go on and impress. Why not? What? What a great start that would be to the new year. Yeah. If we were to properly do them, and I don't mean like by two or th- like two or three. I mean like a genuine shagging. That would be delightful.
0: Um, they're missing their best two players as well for different reasons Boyle's out for the rest of the season and Portis', and Portis is of suspension yeah. um, I think you could, you could tell in the last couple of games that Johnson's been getting ready for that because Portis hasn't been playing in defence and he's been allowing yeah. a back four to get used to each other I point. think Hibs will play that four two three one slash four three three, whatever you want to call it um, I think We just need to put Shankland on Hanlon. I think that should be the big thing. I think he gets sacked
1: if we win this.
0: Not if we win this. I don't think if we win this. I think if they then don't get good enough results up until the cup derby and we get a win then, I think then he could get sacked. But if they win on Monday, that gets rid of a bunch of bad vibes against Johnson it's yeah you've been a bad run but you've beaten hearts, so now yeah. you can kick it, on it
1: gets, gets some fans on side doesn't it yeah, yeah. absolutely it, it is mad how that, that plays out I think the reason that I am so confident is the fact that we're at Tyne Castle.
0: that's a big aspect very big aspect Huge. Hibs haven't won there since Boxing Day 2019 was it
1: was that the Horgan Brace I, I think so that. Was,
0: that, was that a or was day? it the
1: Boyle one it was the Boyle that's yeah, right. Scott Allen right. two assists. Uh, yeah, that's right. It was a festive derby. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's listen. I'm always worried about them, right? I, oh, I, I guess, s-
1: don't get it wrong. I'm acting the big man, so am I. I'm <laughs> silently shitting myself, but I can't wait. I'm. I'm actually. Th- I'm really looking forward to the month of January. to Being honest, I'm going to yeah, get to a, a good, good few games. Uh, Monday, I'm traveling with the the Royal Hotel Hearts bus from Pennycook. Into the derby. Good load of my mates. Couple pints. Hopefully see a convincing one. Uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, mate. I really am. I I, I love the derby. Love the derby. I can't wait.
0: Uh, What's your score prediction?
1: (sighs) I'm expecting a two-goal margin. Interesting. I will say a comfy 2-0. Interesting. But I could also see another three-one after holiday's antics. Last, I am last going season. to see
0: yeah. the same score I predicted when we last won. I'm going to see a two-all draw. Roll up, mate. Because then we'll apparently win two-one. Because <laughs> that's what happened last time.
1: It so not be two-one. I, I I I say this. But wait, but I, I've been that. I've been nice there in my prediction. I'm wanting 4 5s because <laughs> they are rank. As long as we win. Diggerish. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the scrappiest of 1 0. Yeah. Just a win.
0: Exactly. First Edinburgh Derby with VAR as well. That's going to be interesting. Oh,
1: my. Oh, that is set up for disaster. Oh, dear.
0: Anyway, we of course end with the quiz. It is my turn. Oh, Christ. I'm dreading Edinburgh.
1: this more than the Derby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, as always, two normal questions, a multiple choice, and a true or false. We start. With just a normal straight up question. Oh dear. Which youth player made their first start for Hearts away at Tannadice in the 10 11 season? Oof.
1: Which youth player made their first start at Tannadice in the 10 11
0: season? So it's someone that came through the academy.
1: I've got Ryan McGowan in my head. I don't know if that's right. Is that what you're going with? There's nobody else that's popping out to me. But then was it, it was more 11-12 that he sort of established himself. Would he have made appearances in the season prior? I think he would have. Yeah, I'm going to go Gowser. You're incorrect. It is
0: Jason Holt. Jason Holt? Jason Holt made in his 10, first 11? start for Hearts as a kid team ran out. How Tanadise. old was he then?
1: If it's 17.
0: Probably, yeah, roughly.
1: When? 10 eleven?
0: Yeah. No, I could May 10 uh 2011.
1: My god, I feel old. <laughs> Jesus.
0: So he, he's he's none for one so far. What a so,
1: great question. If anybody gets that right, I'll be astonished. That yes. is that is a good question.
0: I thought of it because we were away at Tanadice and Jason Holt got sent off against Hibbs. And I found out that stat
1: as a. How the parallel. hell do you randomly find that out? How do you just come across that? Okay, I've got good knowledge, mate. Oh, you've definitely been, like, investing heart stats or something there.
0: No, basically what happened was I, I saw Jason Holt and I was like, how many red cards has he had? And I went to his Wikipedia and the first <laughs> line. He didn't get was, set
1: off in of that game, did he?
0: No, the first <laughs> line is Jason Holt made his first start for hearts. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's a coincidence.
1: Wild. So, Next question. question two.
0: In which... There's an named Derby question. There's two of these. Oh, God. In which season did three out of the four league derbies end in draws? It's the last time it happened. So when was the last season that three out of the four derbies ended in draws?
1: Not last year, No, 21-22.
0: Incorrect. Because we only played three derbies in the league last season. Oh, you
1: bastard. I forgot <laughs> that they finished bottom six. Oh, Jesus. The correct
0: answer was the twelve thirteen season.
1: 12-13? I don't think I'd have said that.
0: It's been a long time since we've played four derbies in the league that, and but three any, of them
1: Oh, yeah, go. saying that, our team of teens would have even battered that, those mugs. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, we've got no excuse on Monday. Come on. Right,
0: zero for two. Here's the multiple I, This choice. is a donut here.
1: This is, this is dreadful.
0: Hart finally won in Perth. Yes. But, but let's see if you follow Joel's schedule on Twitter. How many days has it been <laughs> since our last win <laughs> inside 90 minutes? Oh. So it's multiple choice. Right, okay. Is it A, 4,428 days? B, 4,418 days? C, 4,438 days or D, 4,448 days? So is it 20, 18, 30, 28 18, 30,
1: or 48? 28 18, or 48? Yeah. I'm trying to even think of the maths, but it's to no avail. Like, <laughs> You're no going go to do that. No, that would be point. insane. 365 times hundred and thirty times that by 6 is 4,320 odds. And... Oh, God. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Three, six, no. How
0: many days 7, has it been since our last win inside 3, 90 380 minutes 380. in Perth? No, whatever, whatever
1: the nearest to 4,380 is
0: is that yeah so it'll be 4418
1: yeah let's go with that
0: incorrect
1: it's it is the eight away in it
0: four, no it's not it's the next one up 4428 ah, that's grades. unlucky come They're on very unlucky especially because you tried to oh, do the max as well that's unlucky right zero for three for this, the this quiz
1: what is with your quizzes being <laughs> nigh on impossible
0: because I was I used to be really easy and then you did that one question where it was name every heart's scorer, and I missed one, you were like no points. <laughs> it was like right <laughs> fine, that's the game we're playing, is it? Come on then. Right. <laughs> True or false? Hearts won the last New Year's Derby. What did you say since twenty
1: fifteen? Yes. 2015. The October. No. 2014-15 was Championship. And... We... Drew Easter Road with the Turk Did we draw... Tyne Castle? No, we won the first one at Tain Castle. Wabin and Nicholson. Then we drew... Uh, Easter Road like I say back to Tynecastle Castle would have been Walker and who scored on that day Cummings and then we have lost the final one so I'm going to say that it is false we didn't win that
0: he's got a point on the board it is that Come Walker on. and Cummings won, yeah. they won right. the one all that
1: last New Year's derby yeah Jesus so he's one of there rattling yep. off the 14 well 15 derbies thanks mate
0: one for four in the questions. We're on to the disaster of now.
1: I could salvage this. That's not. That's not a terrible showing. It's not great. We bit of admin here. Okay.
0: We bit of admin here. In the time that we've been away, I have worked out what the score is.
1: Oh, have you? Yes. Oh dear.
0: But there's a little bit a change because if you remember last week, we left it up to the audience to decide if I get the uh, point.
1: Yeah. And
0: all the YouTube comments were saying yeah, that yes. I get the point. Embarrassing. Yes. I know so, who, I, I,
1: listen, I know who you are. You're a disgrace.
0: <laughs> so that makes it with that point that I got last week. Seven correct guesses to me, three to you. Jesus. So can That's you shocking. end the year by taking it to 7-4?
1: That is, that is genuinely dreadful. Uh, to you lot, I knew I should have left a comment on that YouTube video. I'm to <laughs> myself. I should have made several accounts and just left loads. <laughs> right.
0: Here we go. Who am I? Right, come on. I had a very eventful debut for Hearts as I came on as a substitute. Okay. Hearts was the club I played the second most amount of games for in my career. Wow. When I was at Hearts, I was first capped for my country. Okay. I made one appearance for Hearts in a cup winning season. Who am I? In a cup winning season? Okay. You've got your two questions, use them wisely.
1: Yeah. Right. Can I have the list of clubs? Yes, you can. I thought that would That's
0: be slight. a staple. <laughs> this is going to be interesting okay Debrechen oh Christ Sopron Nierighaza Debrechen Heart of Midlothian <laughs> Nierighaza again Debrechen again and Senzger
1: Yeah, one. got it you've got, got it. Exactly it left Can you, give me the, can you give me the clues again, please?
0: Yes, of course. <laughs> Sorry. I had a, it's alright. I had a very eventful debut as I came on as a substitute. Hearts was the club I played the second most amount of games for in my career. When I was at Hearts, I was first capped for my country and I made one appearance for Hearts in a cup-winning season. Who am I?
1: It's the, it's, the, it's the cap. The cap's throwing me off. First made it to hearts. See, when you say a cup, I we meaning like one of the major honours. Yes. I.e. the Scottish Cup, because that's the only trophy that yes, ever Yes, only... Yes. Right, so that narrows it down to 05-06 and 11-12.
0: You've still got your other question. Oh, God.
1: I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, because I don't... I don't know where the clubs are from nationwide I'm going to ask what nationality was this player it was the one question I didn't want you to ask
0: he is Hungarian Hungarian
1: how many Hungarians have we had in a cup winning team this must have been Was it 11, 12? It can't have been. Hungarian! And his debut was surrounded... God almighty. Oh, God. You know when your noggin just goes blank? Yep. Albeit mine's blank most of the time. (laughs) I don't have the foggiest, mate. (laughs) You can blame my dad for this one by the way.
0: Hungarian.
1: You know what I can't think of any other Hungarians. I, I, I don't even know if this guy was around when we won the cup. I've got Janos Balog in my head. Is that your sticks. guess? No I don't think it is. I don't know. I'm caving here. Hungarian. Take your time. There's no rush. No there is because this is a long episode. But it's, it's and it's reason. going to be such a waste if I don't then get it. Unless uh, this would just be cruel if it's from all five six because I have no idea. <laughs> I don't like the laugh. I feel like it is. Oh god! It can't. It can't. Who the hell played for Hungary whilst at Hearts? No, I don't know. I'm going to go Balog because I don't have anybody else in my head.
0: So, this is either to keep it at 7-3 or has he brought it back to 7-4?
1: Janus Balog, final answer.
0: Well, I can tell you, as the only Hungarian to play for hearts in our lifetimes, it's a Christmas miracle It's 7-4. It's Janus Balog. God. That was the one question I didn't want you to ask. I hoped you'd asked... For position or year that he played, because if he if he guessed nationality, I was like, it limits it. There's only one option, so Ooh. it was will he remember it or not? Yeah.
1: Oh God, <laughs> that was stressful. So That's it's too- a good Aww. end to the year.
0: Seven, so you're within touching distance oh, now.
1: Jesus, what is what is actually happening in we're recent weeks? In recent weeks, I've I've got a who am I? Hearts are beaten Kelly at Tynecastle, <laughs> and we've beaten St Johnston in Perth we're going to get beat in going, the derby now 2022 is the best year ever so 2023 is going to get off to a shocking start as yeah. like you say we're going to get beat but yeah he did it yes. Hurry,
0: well well we hope you have enjoyed listening to this bumper episode we hope it's given you something to do in the run up between <laughs> Christmas and New Year uh, if you have enjoyed it please let us know leave a review on your podcast platform of choice whatever that is, it really does help us. If you've been watching on YouTube, to see more Garden Nomis make his debut in the show, please leave a like, comment and subscribe. It's much appreciated. You can get us on all forms of social media at Perth to Paisley. We're also perth to Paisley at gmail.com. Adam, where can they get you on social media?
1: They can get me on all the socials at Adam T. Kendo, and what about yourself, mate?
0: At Dean McIver 22. We'll be back next week to discuss all the Derby fallout and everything that comes after it. We hope you have a fantastic new year. We'll see you in 2023 with hopefully a big Derby win. But until then, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Come on, us!